That is live at Jazz Werkstatt, Tandy and Tule, who's in studio with me. I, I was looking forward to this interview all week. I'll tell you this, Tandy. I am responsible for half the views on that video on YouTube. Oh, yay. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not, I'm like all my friends know. It's part Thank of, you. it's part of like, I've got like a jazz playlist. And all of them are live videos, like every single live performance that Gregory Pot has done, every single live performance you've done on that playlist. I'm very excited to have this interview with you. Thank you. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for inviting me. So it's You and I have met before. <sighs> okay, please remind uh, me. Think it was at a, I think it was at a coffee shop okay. in Norwood. Okay. Um, in 2000 and was it 18 or 19? It would have been around then. That's when I was staying that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was around <laughs> that time. I was meeting for coffee with a mutual friend of ours. Okay. And you had met with coffee with him just before as I was arriving. Really? Uh, to Molekane. Oh, wow. Yeah. And <laughs> <Jeepers>. <laughs> you guys were discussing. He had a residency that he was to do, I think, in, in Switzerland. In Island. Oh, it was, was it in, Reunion Island. In yeah. Reunion <laughs> Island, and you guys were going to work together on yes, that. Uh, yes. Was 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 what he told me, um, and and I was a little bit because I didn't expect you to be there when I got there. Right? I was a little bit starstruck. Oh really? <laughs> I was like, you were starstruck, oh, my... but you were with Dumi. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I mean, he's not you. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, just just kidding, man. Dumi is an amazing person, For but sure. but I'm I'm happy to finally be in conversation with you. Thank you. Um, tell us about the, the what we just listened to. Uh, the band you're playing with, not a South African band, uh, yeah. seems like one would say a semi-orchestra, yes. uh, live at Jazz Werkstatt. That was in 2020 Yes. when a pandemic was going on. Well, that was released in 2020. It it was actually recorded in 2018. Um, I was in Switzerland and I went to a festival very similar to Grahamstown Jam- Jazz Festival in the sense that you kind of get there and you collaborate with artists who are at the festival. Yeah. Um, so I was asked by the organizers, what would you like to put up? And I was like, you know, my album Exiled, it's just that I didn't have the the budget to like go full scale, but I would have loved it to be much bigger in sound. So they were like, okay, cool. We can give you more musicians to work with mm. and you can arrange music for this particular festival. Um, so we did that and they recorded it. And I just felt because it's such a once-off thing, um, that it would be great to release the project because it was, I, I think it was a moment in time that I really was happy with it and it was documented. So I just wanted to mm, share it. And it's a beautiful performance. Oh, thank you. Um, your first album came out in 2014, The Offering. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about that and because that, that set you on a trajectory of global recognition, right? Mm, yeah, I mean, I was shocked. <laughs> I think, um, you know, I was in university when I wrote most of the music from that album. Oh, wow. And it was kind of the thing amongst my peers to like, yeah, you just put together an album and then you just think of your album as a business card that you hand to people. Right, yeah, right. so it was that idea like, okay, well, let's make some music so that people know I exist. And the reception was just amazing. Um I think in that way, I still think of that album so fondly because of how it shocked me. What's your first baby? It's my first baby, yeah. you know, <laughs> and people actually like my baby. I was like, oh, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> I, was, I was speaking to a friend, Rebecca <laughs> who's also a jazz artist, mm-hmm. and she was like, I've been doing this for years, but I'm doing this for the love of it, right? Mm. There was never any, she says when she was young, there was no pressure of having mm. to have an album. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. You know, it's, and then she's shocked when she gets to all of these festivals and all the younger jazz artists all have an album. Yeah. All have a project and a body of work that's out there circulating and is in recognition. And it seems that there's been a change in how we 
consume and create music, right? Absolutely. And I think especially jazz, because a lot of jazz artists in the past would actually um, play in bands for a very long time before they actually start releasing. You know, if you think of Obab Herbie Hancock, uh, uh, Herbie Hancock, Herbie Tsuayedi, <laughs> yeah. he released his first album way later in his career, but he's featured on so many people's albums. That was kind of the model that jazz musicians generally followed. Mm. Um, but I think the release... And you kind of had to be there to experience it. You kind right. of had to be there. You 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 were almost seeing your playing in a band as an apprenticeship. Um, so I think that's... she's completely right to say yeah. that she never... You must have said that about playing in Miles Davis's band. Exactly. Exactly. And as to some extent, I would have loved to have more experience uh, playing with other bands as well because um, I I do think that there is so much that you gain that you can't actually learn from uh, a record or learn from a school book or learn from university. Mm. There's mm. so much more you gain from working with uh, a person who's been in the industry, who's played the music, who, mm. you know, lives and breathes the music. Let's go back to the beginning. Where did this start for you? Um, you you went to music school. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a pianist. Um, and a great deal of my love for your work stems from the fact that I'm also a pianist. Oh, really? Not very great at it. Uh, um, yeah, classical piano, but okay. jazz trumpet. I played in a jazz band Amazing. myself to pay school fees. Um, <laughs> so I'm so in love with what you're doing. But where did it start for you? I mean, it started, um, piano started as a child. Um, I started playing classical piano as well. Um, I loved classical piano a lot, and I always thought that studying music would teach you how to write. Yes. Because that's the main thing I wanted to learn how to do. I would be playing songs, and I just thought, wow, how do people write like this? Um, But then I realized from a conversation I had with a person who was an improviser, um, he said, no, if you'd like to learn how to write music, you need to actually learn how to improvise. It's not just about playing uh, more classical songs over mm. and over. Um, so that's when jazz was planted. The seed of jazz was planted mm. in me. And I think I got so interested in this idea of learning a skill that's going to teach me how to write music. Uh, and that's when I started studying it at university. Yeah. Well, where did you, which university did you go to? University of Cape Town. Oh, which has a really good music department. It does, Um, it does. I I think I was also very fortunate to be in a period where the musicians that were there were amazing because I think these schools also have cycles. Yeah. They have cycles of uh, musicians who are really strong. I think before us, there was the Jimmy Lulus and the Marcus Whites and Tutu Buanes and Buddy Wells, Mark Franzman, um, Judith Sipum as well. So that was like the legends we heard of. And when we got there, it was also quite a lovely crop of musicians. Mm. Um, Shane Cooper was there, Bogani Dyer, Benjamin Jephthah was there, Keenan Aaron. So, Yeah, I want us to play 13 on Exile. Cool. Um, tell us about it. So 13, I, I actually, um, that's a song that I wrote because I, I, I think the, I was experiencing a lot of mystery in my life. Mm. And I wanted to write a song that reflected that kind of mysterious experience of life. You know, when certain things are happening in your life and you're like, whoa, that is so strange. Mm. (laughs) Um, I was staying at number 13 at the time. And the number just kept coming up everywhere, you know, like popping on your phone, whatever. So I wrote (laughs) the song 13 because of that period and capturing that. 
13 on Exiled by Tandun Tuli. Give us a call 011-714-2006. Taking your voice notes as well on 0614-104-107. And it is exactly half past 11. I've got Tandun Tuli in studio. Give us a call 011-714-2006. It is half past 11. Let's take your news headlines. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. It is exactly half past 11. Well, 31 minutes after 11 o'clock, we're in conversation with Tandy Tuli. We're going to listen to some more of her music in a short while, but let's take some of your calls. Jeff in Fentersdorp, good morning. Good morning, Anna. How are you? I'm fantastic, sir. Go ahead. What's in your mind? Yeah, uh, I've been listening to, to the song. I think it's 13, eh? Yes. 13, and the other one, my, the other favorite of mine is uh, Umtandaza. How... I mean, the, 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 the band on the, the, the track that you just played, the trumpet, who's the player there? And how did you choose the artist that you're going to record with? Uh, I'd like to know that. It's very interesting to sometimes not to have a lady, you know, playing piano with such beautiful musicians. Yes, thank you so much. That is um, Marcus White, who is on the trumpet and I guess how I, I chose the musicians, as I came to Joburg, I started meeting musicians, playing with different musicians. And I usually choose musicians who, first of all, I love their sound, especially with horn players. Mm. Um, I'm attracted to the sound first. But also their sensibilities around music, um, if, it, if it sort of matches the kind of music I write. So I tend to like musicians who like jazz but they're also open to a lot of different styles of music um because i think the sensibility of my music is also influenced by different genres um so yeah i think the way i met marcus white actually was when i made it into the the national youth jazz band at the grahamstown festival well makanda now and why are you still there uh, with marcus you know his style of play mm-hmm. it's, it's always so different i can't I, you know, pick him when he's playing because he's so different when coming to, you know, blowing the trumpet. And I know that he's one of the people whom I uh, was influenced by Miles Davis. I think that sound, that muted trumpet, it, it goes, you know, to, to Miles that, yeah, mm. he's one yes. of the greatest. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thank you so um, much for your call, Jeff. Really, really do appreciate it. What do you, what, you say your sense, your musical sensibilities are influenced by multiple genres. Mm-hmm. What are you listening to when you're not listening to jazz? Ooh, so much. I mean, um, I, I do keep, you know, in touch with what's happening currently. So I'm a piano, I listen to, I listen to house. I love house music. I'm a Pretoria <laughs> girl. <laughs> um, Hip hop, I enjoy. I enjoy soul music. I enjoy alternative um you know, classical music as well. Yeah. Anything that just feels good. Anything that feels good. I um, you work with artists outside of jazz as well, right? Yes, I, I mean, Dumi Molekane would be one such example. How do you how do you make those decisions that say, here's an artist whose output I love so much that I, I want to be a part of it? Mm. Well, I was fortunate for him to, you know, <laughs> reach out to me. But I think also Dumi is a, a, a musician first before he's a hip-hop artist yeah and you know you if you spend time with him you'll also be aware of the fact that his palette and his taste for it's not even music it's also art yeah 
he loves storytelling, so he will be attracted to film, and he gets inspiration from different different art forms. Mm. And I think I connect with that because I, I tend to learn a lot in those kinds of environments as well. Mm. I mm. always love to collaborate with people who are going to make me a better artist afterwards. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I picked it up when he did those uh, those sets of works with Abdullah Ibrahim in like 2015, 16, I think. Mm. Mm. Um, Candle and Stop Hagendas. Those were two pieces that he did with 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 uh, Abdullah Ibrahim, and it, it completely blew my mind sure. that you can fuse jazz and spoken word poetry For so sure. well. Many other examples. Kendrick Lamar is a good example exactly. of fusion jazz, being able to do that. Sure. Um, artists that influence your work today, um, who do you look to? It's funny that you mentioned Kendrick Lamar. Actually, I think there's there's some. Um, this Exiled album, I remember listening to his album quite a lot. Um, I listened to Herbie Hancock, Mwandishi, that album in particular, quite a lot. Um, I love Because I love getting different things from different people. An artist who I completely freak out over is Bjork. Mm, um, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, just one of these days, <laughs> one day, somebody's going to see the influence of Bjork in me, but it hasn't come through yet. Um, but yeah, I just I just love artists who are also really great at storytelling um, because I think we connect to story quite well. Yeah. You, I mean, we spoke about you being a pianist and, and, and your music journey starting on the piano, but do you do you also think of yourself as fundamental because you've got a beautiful voice as a as a as a voice artist? I do now. <laughs> I <laughs> so think you didn't before. <laughs> before I think it was just that you know coming from a classically trained background. Yeah. I always thought you had to be classically trained to be something. Um, but there's actually many times I've heard uh, Oprah Huma saying that you know in Africa everybody's a singer. Um, and it's a, and it and it's an expression, and I had to learn that there is not a particular type of voice that makes you a singer. It's just um, using your own voice in a in a way that is well done. Obviously, there's still technique you have yeah. to to hone. Um, it's not to say that technique is null and void, mm. but there there is this thing of when you go to school, the technique that you're given is one dimensional. Um, and I'd love to know of schools where they teach more African types of singing styles mm. as a technical mm. way and acknowledging that as a way of singing. And so so now that you're a voice artist as well and, and see yourself as that as well, it means that you also have to see yourself as a writer, mm-hmm. right? A writer of lyric and not just a writer of music. What influences your writing? Funny enough, the, the, the lyric writing, I've always felt that I am a, 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 a lyricist as well because that was one of the first things I used to do in high school when I was writing songs just randomly. Yeah. Um, what influences me is just stuff that I take in. Sometimes it's um, what I'm reading. Sometimes it's what I watch. Sometimes, a lot of the times, it's conversations I have with people as well. And then I don't know what happens in the head, but it all comes together and mm. the lyrics come out. <laughs> Let's have a listen to some of your voice notes that's come through on the voice note line on 0614-104-107. Hi, Oliver. This is Tommy from Kimberley. I really love her music. 
she reminds me of my daughter who's studying uh, last year in classical music in the University of Free State. I really love her work. But my question is this. You must see Miriam Makeba fought against, they used music as an instrument to fight against apartheid and oppression. Currently, we are faced with corruption, inequality, uh, 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 gender-based violence, and so on. How does she use her music to fight against those things? And how does she see arts and culture playing a very instrumental role in making sure that it creates awareness against the current political conundrum? Do you see yourself as, a, as, a, as an activist artist? An artivist? I, um, I think not intentionally. Not directly. I don't really l see what's happening in society and um, say I'm going to respond to this. It, it It's something I have to feel. Yeah. So New Way, for example, was a song that was really, I was triggered by um, the killing of Siskarabo mm. Mokwena. And she's just one name of the many women who've been murdered by their partners. But that song was really triggered by that experience. And I think for me, in terms of just to answer Tammy's question, the way I feel um, we deal with the social issues right now is to do healing work because it's it's something that we've never really focused on as a nation. Mm. We sort of went from 94, happiness, democracy, and then all this trauma that we've experienced, not just from apartheid, but before that. And now we're expecting ourselves to function um, properly. As a society, so I think all the social ills that we see now are um, a result of unhealed traumas and un unhealed wounds, and just continually perpetuating these things upon mm. each other. So, mm. for me, my my focus is on self healing, which um, I hope influences other people to to you know take an interest in in doing the work on themselves as mm. well. Mm. Kuala spoke about, uh, earlier Kuala we had spoke about Umtandaza. I'll play that next. Tell us about it. Umtandaza, as the name suggests, it's a prayer. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I think I grew up in a very prayerful home. It's a song that's evolved a few times. It's become Umtandaza, Umtandaza, Womzali, uh, and then Umtandaza, Wama Gang as well. Um, because I just think it's a very central point to healing for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what the song the power, the is. The power really of prayer about. is beautiful. The power of prayer is beautiful. Let's have a listen. Good, uh, good morning uh, for your musician guest. I'd like to know if she does any mentoring at the schools. Uh, I mentor for an uh, NGO called Sizanani that we focus on high school kids from Alex and quite regularly uh, uh, I have kids that they are interested in music uh, but we usually don't find enough mentors in this field I'm just wondering if she spends some time for such uh, initiatives to encourage the youth thank you that's an interesting question do you teach uh, I don't full-time sorry I don't teach full-time but I have done some mentorship um, sessions. Yeah, I remember when the Joy of Jazz was still um, active. They used to have Gelezaglava, um, you know, community workshops where right. I used to um, give some insight mm. 
in those things. But yeah, I I don't necessarily teach, but I do. Ah, okay. Lungelo in Cape Town, good morning. Lungelo in Cape Town, good morning. Morning, Dixon. You switch off the radio. Yes. Morning, Dixon. Yeah, and how there are we you? go. I'm fantastic, so go <clears throat> ahead. Good, 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 good. Yo, my brother, you made my day today. You you just made my day. After from Monday, hearing all this uh, news that are devastating. <laughs> but you know what? You, you've taken me to a next level in a space where there is love, there is peace, there is harmony. My sister, who's the song that we've just listened to? Who plays who, who plays the guitar? Um, on the guitar there's Keenan Arendt. He is oh. a Cape Town uh, native. Okay. He's from okay. Cape Town, born and bred. Yes, yes. He normally plays with Chini uh, Lulu and, 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 and the likes. But no. my sister... Not so, yeah, go ahead. Yes, but, you know, to me, it's not a surprise the way of your music, the richness, you know, as you coming from the, the, the lineage of musical heritage, being the niece of the guitarist, pianist, lead vocalist, the band that used to be called Harare. It's yes. it's not surprise the way you, you, you just... Uh, explore yourself and my dream is to is to see you collaborating with the likes of Andreas Volenzeda and yourself on piano mm. that would be so amazing that would but be amazing. thank you so much thank you thank you so much Lungela for your call really do appreciate it uh, 0117142006 that's the number to dial we're going to take a quick break on the other side of this more music and more conversation Oliver Dixon on SAFM. It is 15 minutes after 11, right? Nine minutes before the top of the hour. I'm in conversation with Tandy and Tuli. Tandy, there's something very interesting that Lungelo said uh, when he opened, when when I when I when he opened his comment. He says um, he's happy that he's now in a space where there's laughter and love and happiness and joy. What? What sort of emotions do you want your music to elicit in people? Do you think about that when you when you compose? I do, and I I I felt I actually meant to say thank you to Lungelo because that's exactly what I would like to um, bring up in people. I mean, I obviously don't just want those emotions. I yeah. do want people to feel some songs. I do want people to actually dig and go to the uncomfortable uh, emotions, but definitely with an end result of bringing that sense of peace. Mm. Absolutely. William in Cape Town, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, William. Go ahead. You know what? Uh, wh why I like this type of music that she uh, is doing? Uh, I like that Fender, Fender and Fender out sound, that old classic and the keyboard, you know. You know, I was so uh, sad when I heard that this uh, friend, uh, this uh, colleague also that's playing in the band, uh, I don't know, do they know, was one of the best keyboard players here in Cape Town, but he's staying in Florida now. He passed away, uh, Barry Stoffberg. Just a few, uh, no, if I just listen to all that sound, uh, I, it just reminds me of him. And, um, you know, and it, we're just thinking about how he also inspired the youngsters. Mm. If you uh, uh, see now in Cape Town as well, yeah, in our communities where you find this uh, drug addiction and mm -hmm. all, you know how many of these guys are 
masters, you know, honestly, in vocaling, in, in, in all this art, and we need to 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 transfer these skills and these talents. Uh, I mean, uh, you are born with with. I believe when you are a singer, you are born with the talent of vocalist. I'm also vocaling, but uh, you but you are born with this talent of vocaling. Somebody can't uh, make you a vocalist. They can teach you uh, voice controlling and all that. And I admire this lady, uh, the jazz, the type of jazz that she's doing is very, yeah. very, very nice. And I'm enjoying it. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you so Thank much you. for your call, William. Do appreciate yeah. it. So so 2020 hits, a pandemic, global pandemic hits as live music is not a thing anymore, mm-hmm. right? And jazz is best experience live, mm-hmm. right? Have you been performing? Have you been touring? Um, what have you? What What did you do to fill that space in time? I've not been touring. I have been performing, but not as much. And to fill that time, I took the time to actually, you know, reflect on my life, myself, my own stuff. Um, I did a few things like I started a yoga teacher training course, which I did. I went into therapy, just doing the inner work, you know. Right, right. And I think it was really good for me because it kind of brought up certain things that I had normalized Mm. pre-pandemic that I think... Um, I wanted to re- get rid of. So um, I'm hoping that future albums can reflect the fact that that work has been done yeah. and to to inspire people to do And while you were doing themselves. that, you were writing music? I was writing music, yes. <laughs> and you've got an album coming out. And I've Tell got an album it. coming out. It's on uh, 8th of July. There'll be an album coming out. It's called Black Elijah and the Children of Meroe. Um, it's, uh, it's all in the realm of my imagination um and yeah it's an album that i think will reflect a lot of the lessons that i learned in this period uh because most of the music i wrote during mm. the lockdown it's a very interesting title <laughs> thank you where does it come from <laughs> black elijah and the children Ooh, it's of a Maroe. long story um but basically it's a story about uh black elijah being this fictitious character who's kind of a presence that kind of brings disruption into your life yeah um post that disruption inspires you to kind of do the work and you learn a few things and you grow so the children of maru are representative of myself but also of all of us very theatrical (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would actually love to bring it to theater sometime do you write for theater i don't but i know people who do so i would definitely collaborate um yeah to make it a theater piece that would be that would be amazing, <laughs> um, and of course the album will be available on all DSPs. Yes, absolutely. Um, on the eighth of July, so that's next month. Actually, next it's month. not too far away from now. Um, and I do encourage you to go into YouTube. Just go into YouTube. Type Tandy Tuli. Amazing stuff will pop up uh, <laughs> if you're not familiar with Tandy's music. If you're um, familiar with her music, do buy the album. Even if you're not familiar with her music, buy the album. <laughs> Thank uh, you. We're going to play uh, Inkululeko from the album. Do you want to tell us about it briefly? Yes, Inkululeko, I think, is the song for me that depicts the the spirit of the album the most. It's a story, and um, it is the, you know, I've been, people who've been following my work will know that freedom has come as a theme many times in Mm. my music and it's not necessarily only external freedom but it's mental freedom it's spiritual freedom absolutely yeah I think Ngulu Lego is that song (laughs) so yeah yeah, I hope people enjoy it Tandi thank you so much for coming really really this is a highlight of my broadcasting career oh thanks for having Uh, me thank thank you so much for coming through Tandi thank you Uh, let's have a listen at this (laughs) 